everybody. What is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. I am in the podcast studio with one of our Watermark students, Mr. Colin Keaton. What's up, guys? Great to be here. Colin, glad you're here. You are a senior at Lake Highlands High School, and you didn't write today's Devo, so you're here because it's a Wednesday, and Watermark students are gathering all over the city of Dallas to meet in their small groups and yeah. pursue Jesus together. So tell, tell us a little bit about you. How did you come to know the Lord? I uh, was very fortunate to have great parents and a great family, and just they've been pouring into me all my life, but I never truly understood what that meant for me until... Really, high school, I was able to go to a camp I'm really thankful for called Kanakuk and just being able to uh, be poured into by guys around me that I just grew closer to in high school uh, really showed me what it was like to live in community and to live in the light and just grow towards God together. That's sick. So let me ask you this. Somebody says, hey, what's what's the gospel? What's the good news of Jesus? What do you tell them? For all of sin to fall short of the glory of God and that we all sin, we all struggle, no matter who you are, how good you are, no one is truly perfect or good, and that for the wages of sin is death, and so we all deserve to die, but uh, it's the free gift of God that we just have eternal life through Christ, and that He came down and He died for our sins, but that's not where the story ends, because nobody worships a dead God or praises a dead God, because that does nothing for you and nothing for them, but that He was able to rise three days later and just truly show us what it means to conquer death and to conquer sin and just take that away from us and just show us true love and eternal life. And just through uh, what he's done for us, we're now able to have a relationship with him and understand what true love really means. I love it. That was so strong, Colin. I'm encouraged. Well, today we are in Acts chapter nine, and I know Saul uh, was struck by who Jesus was. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, tell us about Saul. Yeah, so uh, Saul was really much the opposite of a Christian in the beginning of his life. He was a very zealous Jew, and then uh, God realized that in his heart. And I love the representation of God came down to him to show himself through this bright light and that God's power and his holiness and his righteousness is so pure and so strong that you can't even see him because of how powerful his deity really is. And then just through that, he was able to uh, speak into Saul and just transform his heart and show him who he truly is. Yeah, he's like, verse five, Saul's like, Saul goes, who are you, Lord? And he's like, I'm Jesus, whom you are persecuting. Like his whole life flips upside down yeah. in this moment. What else? I mean, this, the chapter continues and we see some other things about Saul's life. Yeah. So uh, after that, he ends up becoming blind and he has to stay uh, in the city, Damascus. And um, he doesn't really know what to do yet. God hasn't really given him much, much direction outside of that. And uh, he's just uh, sitting there thinking about like this amazing encounter that he had. And then uh, God is able to use one of his disciples named Ananias just in a really powerful way. And I think it's a great representation that Ananias was called by God and then went and was able to heal Saul, tell him like what God had for him and the life that he was able to give him. And I think it's amazing how Ananias was just able to be there and be a vessel just as like we can be like on this podcast and just reach out to someone and just allowing God to use him even though he might have just been a normal man that loved God singing in that town, he uh, accepted the call that God gave him and he used the skills that God had gifted him just to go and truly make a difference in someone else's life like Saul. Yeah, that's awesome. Colin, tell me, tell me a little bit more about that. What is that idea of God calling this normal guy to be a, a vessel, to be obedient, 
to his purposes look like in your own life? Yeah, for sure. I would say that we're all called to that similar thing through the Great Commission is that he calls everyone who loves him and uh, just calls themselves a child of God to go out and make disciples of all nations and knowing that like, even though you might not feel it or you might not see it every day, that God is calling you and his word has told you that you do have a purpose and that it's to glorify God because he's above all things. And just to know that there's so many ways you can do it and everyone has a gift that is given to them by God and just Every day of life, there's an opportunity to truly just show the love of Christ to someone else or really okay, broaden the horizon. But l- let me stop you because that's so much easier said than done. Oh, for sure. So in your senior in high school, what opposition do you face in trying to live out the Great Commission? One of the hardest things about high school is just how will you be betrayed when you're living this different life compared mm-hmm. to the world? One of the biggest things is just being able to start the conversations with people because everyone's afraid to start the conversation because how they'll be perceived or how they'll look. And so it's terrifying. Yeah, of course. The biggest thing is like, what does this person think of me? Like, as soon as you put your identity and what other people think of you or put it in school or in the world, then that's immediately where you'll fail because then you'll just be struck by fear. And when you fear others over your fear of God, that's when you sin and that's when you end up. Uh, looking to the world instead of God. So when you have that fear of God and that love of God over all things, then your um, truth and your purpose really comes true in your own eyes, in your own heart, what truly matters and what you truly need to do. Yeah, Colin, that's so good. Take me one level deeper. Like in your life, give me an example, a story of a time you've either succeeded or failed in that. What does that look like? Me and my friends over the past few years have started a Bible study at our school and even outside of our school. And many people have come. It's been great. We love it. One of the hardest things was getting people to come originally. And we all had to learn like how to have a conversation with people at school and like invite someone. Yeah. And an invitation is very powerful and just truly is one of the biggest ways of like loving others and showing people that you care for them. A lot of us, like me and my friends, we... Heard a lot of no's, as you can imagine, especially in high school. Oh, yeah. It's like, no, no, no. Or a lot of times it's yes, or maybe, or yes, and they, they don't, don't come. They don't show up. Yeah. yeah. And it's just very eye-opening and opens your heart to, like, sometimes you'll fail. And, like, God doesn't promise perfect days or good days, and he doesn't promise that you'll have, like, this blissful life. But he does promise, like, in the end, uh, the true reward. And just knowing that, like, we are working for the kingdom. We're working to glorify God. And those rare occurrences where someone does say yes or someone does come and just being able to hear like this one guy that came that had, didn't have a lot of friends at school and he came and now he loves Bible study and asks us every week if we're having it. It's just really amazing to see like maybe after all those circumstances, even if just this one guy comes and surely takes things out of it, like we might have changed his life. I love it. It's so good. I- It takes me to Acts 9, verse 28. So he went in and out among them at Jerusalem, preaching boldly in the name of the Lord. And that's what you and your friends are doing at school. And I I hope and pray that even the adults who are in their 30s, 40s, and 50s listening to this, like evaluate, man, am I living on mission in my workplace, at my company, when I'm out at the mall and doing all of those things? Because you don't graduate from those fears or those yeah. worries about what other people think when you graduate high school or college. It's still reality. And so, man, Colin, I'm encouraged. Thanks for being here. I think we're about out of time. Yeah. Thank you so much. Awesome. Well, as always, I am so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together. Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it 
if you subscribe, because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.